This podcast is presented by Genius Sports, driven to deliver the difference. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. podcast today we are joined by a very special guest director of athletics at bowling green state university derek vandermeer derek how are things going at bg no it's going well um things are in full swing got a lot on the table already uh you you love to see positive momentum and movement on things and uh you know since walking in the door there's been a lot of uh, opportunities to to continue to enhance what bowling green is and be a part of building something good Tell us, I mean, you started in October, right? Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background and kind of how you got to this point. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously um, spent my high school years in the state of Michigan. um, Well, and then ended up playing football at Central Michigan University. So I'm a Mac student athlete. Um, I think that's given me a great passion and love for the conference itself always respected what it is the opportunity that it gave me and the opportunity that I feel responsible in providing other student athletes uh, feel a great sense of purpose when it comes to that in at Bowling Green um, then played obviously football at, at Central Michigan University I had a chance to to visit and move around this conference and visit so many different institutions and see just who they are and what they're about um, and, you know, early on, um, sitting my sights on a place like Bowling Green was, I always loved the sense of community. I love the sense of engagement and uh, how it kind of wrapped itself around uh, the institution itself. And so it was always one of those places that I thought was special. Uh, there's a handful of schools in this conference that I think are really um, separate themselves from the type of institutions that they are and what they stand for. And Bowling Green is always one of them for me. Um, you know, I leave uh, Central and I go to Austin P State University, uh, spend uh, over five years down there um, and work as an athletics director. I have a chance to um, receive a promotion to go serve as a uh, vice president uh, for the university in charge of development, uh, marketing, communication, strategic planning, uh, strategic initiatives, had a broad set of portfolios of areas that I supervised, managed, and led. Had a chance to lead the institution through its first strategic planning um, efforts and have had a chance to kind of establish what I think is a positive trajectory for the institution um, after leaving athletics and had my own imprint on athletics and supporting the growth of um, that as a brand. And so it was an exciting time and a very exciting university to be at. Had a chance to leave and go to University of Arizona, uh, serve as the chief operating officer, chief financial officer uh, for another roughly five years, uh, another window. And had a chance to be a part of, you know, helping to under, uh, to grow a Power Five institution, how to navigate some difficult waters with um, some of the things that were happening at the institution during the period of time with with basketball, and then transitioning with football, and um, helping 
to, to look at overall programmatic growth and uh, was an exciting time. And it was a great time to learn about uh, the industry through a different lens. You know, I've always said I've been at that mid-major level. I've been at the power five. I've been at that resource deficient, you know, uh, FCS institution level. And, and, you know, where you go, the, the numbers are different, um, but the mission is still the same. And uh, but a chance to return to the Mac. My roots a little bit was a great opportunity. And I'm excited to be at Bowling Green. You touched on a little bit um, in your answer there, but when this job became open at Bowling Green, just what attracted you right away? You said you kind of had your eye on it uh, mm-hmm. kind of always, but as soon as that happened, I mean, how fast was that? Was that, uh, I know resumes really, it's more search firms these days, but yeah. you know, like how, how fast were you like, this is, this is it, you know, I, I want to go back. I want to be back in AD and I want it to be at Bowling Green. Yeah. You know, there's a couple different things that you look at. Um, when you're looking at opportunities like this, um, you know, obviously you always want to learn more. Um, being back in the Mac has always been intriguing at different institutions in the conference over the years. And uh, what I think persisted in this um, search process with me was one, Bowling Green has always been a great um, place for so many different administrators that work around this country. <laughs> you know, like you can go, um, you know, the uh, to, to people that are in leadership roles that have come through here as students and um, the graduate programs here for sport administration. So this has always been a jumping point for um, strong leaders in our industry um, out of here. But then you look at the coaching staff members uh, that have come through here um, that have gone on and done great things. And I think that when you start to look at that track record of people that came out of here and have had great success, I think this is just there's something in the water uh, when it comes to their philosophy of um, how they support athletics, how they view the enterprise of athletics and how they prioritize it as part of the campus experience. And I think that that's why it's special. Um, So obviously, um, Bowling Green as a brand was very important to me. And then secondly, is you look at um, leadership of the university, Dr. Rogers, uh, Rodney Rogers. He's an exceptional leader. He's a very passionate leader, uh, student first um, uh, philosophy of um, how to enhance the student experience to grow the overall campus mission and purpose and and thinking broadly of being relevant and transformative and innovative in everything that we do, um, but being aligned with a leader that um, I believe would both push me um, and I could also have a very open line of communication with uh, to challenge the campus on how we can look at a broader set of uh, goals and opportunities for the athletics program itself. And I think that um, having that both, you know, give and take relationship and learning and growing together is very important on these campuses um, because, you know, the mission is constantly changing in athletics as we're being faced with so many different challenges in our higher educational space and we're looking for opportunities to grow, but we have to have great campus partners that help support that growth and um, see a broader set of missions that we could, um, that we can tackle together as a, as a great partners. It's awesome. I mean, you, you, like you mentioned, you've been uh, in the Mac uh, as a student athlete, you worked a little bit in the back at, at yeah. Central Michigan. Now you're back. What's so special to you about this conference as being a former student athlete and uh, and now uh, you know an athletic director and and in your role other role when you were at Central? Well, yeah, I've used the same speech I think for every <laughs> single audience I've met with since I've been here. Um, you know, my experience of being an athlete was defined by um, walking into large arenas and. Um, and having great success over my entire tenure, both as a student athlete, as well as a um, administrator. Um, And those notable wins um, are despite the 
um, the gap of resources, despite the what people would say are um, limitations associated with our capacity to be competitive at a high level, have always we've always overcome that in the conference across the conference. I mean, I can think of great runs by Kent State University, or you know, or big wins against Power Five opponents by you know Toledo or Bowling Green or Central or name the school. And um, Northern Illinois, you know, it's the appearance in, you know, what's considered the premier bowl games and, you know, and competing and what, presenting the conference well. I just love the story. I love that narrative. I love that narrative of our student athletes and their willingness to compete in these arenas and um, to demonstrate a, um, a strong commitment to excellence, regardless of what people see as being these monumental challenges in our industry of why people are stationed where they are on the caste systems of, you know, higher education. Um, and I think that that sort of mentality of David and Goliath coming in and uh, taking down the giants. Um, I think that um, that is kind of who I am as a person. It's always been my mentality and philosophy about life is that don't, don't let, uh, you know, the resources or the money define who you are. It's about relationships. It's about people. And it's about believing that anything is possible. And I think that, you know, that reflects uh, who we are um, as a conference as well in the sense of, you know, we, we go into these massive arenas and we demonstrate that we're capable of anything. And pretty soon these student athletes are leaving um, those arenas and are going into a, a workforce and are walking into Fortune 500 companies and are walking in with these same um, the same challenges, you know, they have these individuals with these have these beautiful certificates on the wall, and somehow that uh, they have learned through their experience of being a max student athlete that they are just as competitive, they have just as much capacity, and many times can far exceed um, what is capable or what people think they're capable of because of the education that they receive through max schools. And I I believe in that. I, I see that over and over again. I've spent so much time in the development area walking into, you know, Wall Street and walking down, you know, uh, trading floors with with donors. And as they're sitting there looking at their role as being, you know, um, significant leaders in Wall Street and talking about their Mac experience of being a student athlete and, uh, you know, pointing to the individuals that graduated from Ivy Leagues or people that graduated from what's considered elite institutions and saying uh, those individuals report to me. And they're very proud of that accomplishment. They're very proud of who they are um, and what they've done with what uh, with what they have had. And so I, I, you know, I said, I think, you know, uh, David Gladwell wrote that book, Dave and Goliath. And it's a great book about, you know, looking at companies and looking at, um, you know, opportunity that's presented through education and saying that there isn't this um, defined opportunity just because of the institution that you go to. It's really who you are as a person. And I think the Mac has always epitomized that philosophy of, that, um, you know, those major challenges or obstacles that you see in life are, are you're quite capable of overcoming, but just valuing the experience of where you are in higher education, and taking advantage of all opportunities. And I think Mac student athletes do that really well. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I'm a Bowling Green grad, uh, and then I've spent my whole career here in this, in this office at the Mac yeah. and it's no matter who you talk to, it's not exactly your answer. Right. But I think everyone kind of has that chip on your shoulder. If you mm -hmm. come from the Mac that you, that you can prove yourself and it, it doesn't matter. So it's just, everyone is, uh, what I've always liked about just being within this conference and, and coming from a Mac school is just everyone I feel like has that same mentality, no matter who you talk to. And, and it's great. Cause it just feels like that family sense. And that's clearly what we have here as well. So, uh, no, that's, that's awesome stuff. Um, well, the, the Mac uh, breaks that, um, impose reality that, you know, sometimes we feel that we live in 
but the people I meet, the donors, the um, you know, uh, the great people that have come out of these institutions and uh, their transformational contribution to society is uh, they come out realizing that those uh, imposed barriers are not realistic. They're not reality. And that's the message they keep telling other student athletes. That's, not, that's just who I am. It's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. Um, we just came off of a, a very fun week on campus for for uh, Bowling Green fans and the community uh, with the women's basketball program getting into the uh, well, not getting into they've been playing in the WNIT and making it to the semifinals. Um, I mean, talk a little bit about that. I mean, it was clearly a tremendous experience. The straw was packed, sold out. Um, I mean, just talk about that whole run that the the women's yeah. basketball team had. Well, I think that's pretty, um, you know, getting back to kind of that Mac experience, it's um, NIT does offer a very unique perspective of being able to play games on your campus. The, the, you know, the old NCAA, you know, when you used to be able to, you know, go through tournament runs and be able to play all the games on your campus and have your fan base grow and grow in excitement and, and support for the the success of your programs. I think it's such a fundamental part of our experience is giving the opportunity for our fans to experience these big games and big events and letting them see what the benefits are of that on-campus experience. And so we, we are, we are very unique in a lot of institutions is that um, we have these opportunities. And when we do uh, we can see uh, we can see the real uh, give back, the real opportunity for further growth. And that was, I'm going to tell you what, this was amazing. Our community, our students, our faculty, our, Everybody rallied behind it. It was a full gym uh, from the standpoint of enthusiasm and excitement. And, uh, you know, it was a lasting experience that people that were there will never forget. And I, it's a, and it's something that I'm very proud of being a part of. Uh, you know, fortunately, we had a amazing coach who had an amazing vision for programmatic growth. And uh, every part of what she has done is to to build a program that is aligned with the institutional mission. And and ensuring that as she was um, going on that run, that she was including other people in that experience. And it was more than just about the team. It was about how our campus uh, saw that and how they participated. And so we got to see the benefits of that, um, you know, and it's, uh, I think I really truly value every game that we had that we played in through that run. Yeah. And, you know, which coach Freilich did and, uh, you know, best wishes to her as she continues her journey. I mean, she's, she's no stranger to success at, at you know, where, yeah. where she was at Ashland or at Bowling Green. So, I mean, uh, always tough to lose such a good one, but, you know, uh, congrats to her on, on making that next step uh, at Michigan state. Uh, I do have to bring up, uh, it did start here at the Mac tournament. It continued at the WNIT. You have a, you have a little band, uh, now you have you have a yeah. couple uh, bandmates with you um, and uh, yeah. with, with Coach Leffler, Coach Tomich and and just I mean, that was so much fun just seeing you guys with the Falcon marching band during those games and really getting into it. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit about social media in a second, but how important is that just to get in front of the students and to get in front of the student athletes on the court and to just and be part of the marching band for them to see how much you are investing uh, and your coaches investing into the university? Well, I can tell you um, being a student athlete in this conference, um, the, the unique educational experience I had an opportunity I had was the approachability of the faculty in the classroom. Uh, the time I spent with so many of these great faculty who 
invested in me personally that prioritize my educational experience, my growth as a human being. I think philosophically, um, you know, we need to be approachable uh, to our students. Um, athletics is not an island. It's not a, you know, a silo that is a, uh, that's not accessible, uh, except only on um, that Saturday afternoon or that event day where, you know, we, we go and play on the field and the rest of the week, we're not really part of that educational experience. Athletics is very much a part of what makes this conference great. Um, and we need to tear down that bastion a little bit, that silo and reach across and be a part, celebrate with our students, celebrate with our campus, make sure that we're seen as an ally in that educational experience. I said, I had the benefit of faculty that reached across and transformed my life. And I just feel philosophically that's my responsibility to reach across and making sure that I engage students and making sure that our coaches and our students are seen as being stewards of the institutional academic mission, but also participants and contributing members of that mission. And so it's a, it's an amazing part. Uh, when you see uh, transformational behaviors, when we all invest back in our campus community, and we truly, truly uh, do it with authentic commitment to the institutional mission. I think the uh, the results are what they are. People people want to be a part of it. They all join in the celebration of what is great on our campus. And we have a lot of great things going on at Bowling Green. And it's it's within athletics and outside of athletics a a great educational experience for our students that I want to put participate in each and every day. No, and it was it shined through. I mean, you saw it um, not only here in Cleveland at the tournament, but yeah. but at those games, and everyone just getting behind it and having fun with it. And uh, who who's the who was the best artist out of the three of you? Who had the be well, best? Well, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I guarantee you, it was not me. Uh, <laughs> it's somewhere between Coach Tomich and uh, Coach Leffler, okay. because the enthusiasm. You know, the best part of it for me was those members of that band because they were truly grateful. They were truly uh, appreciative of our support of them. And um, that's what we do. We, yeah. uh, you reach across and you make a positive impact on people in their lives. And, um, but us celebrating that with them was, was the highlight for, and I would say Scott would say that, and Coach Tomich, Daniela would say that as well. That was the best part of our experience was celebrating that with that, with those members of the band. Sure, sure. Uh, you're. I've noticed since you've joined, uh, you're very active on social media, um, yeah. Which is which is my sweet spot, and I, I love to see it. Um, yeah. Has that always been the case for you? Is that something that you wanted to do right away? I mean, you you just mentioned yeah. your answer before about being approachable and everything. Was that kind of like, hey, once I hit the ground running here at Bowling Green, like I want to do this, or is that how you've always kind of been? No, I I could say probably be um, depends on my role. You know, when I was uh, an athletics director at Austin P, very much, very, very, very engaged, very active. Um, and the reason why it was, you know, you when you're talking to students today, and really my audience is 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 students. Um, I think there's obviously, you know, uh, I'm not in the TikTok space yet, but uh, um, it, it's you know news. one of <laughs> yeah breaking news. Um, yeah, I'm quite capable, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, I'm not, um, to me, I'm just trying to be me a little bit. I'm trying to be authentic to who I am. Um, I want to talk to students. I want to tell the stories of who we are as a department. Um, and I, you know, I, and, and how media and information is flowing today, 
um, you have to use all mediums. Um, sending out emails and writing these robust narratives about what an amazing department we are are read by the few. Um, you have to use um, what mechanisms are available to us. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it doesn't have to be perfectly well-constructed and doesn't have to meet all of the, the thresholds of quality. Um, it just has to be um, persistent and it has to be um, genuine to who you are. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I enjoy playing with students. I enjoy playing with our fans and just engaging them. Um, you know, you get criticism too, <laughs> you know, get both sides of that. And that's fine. It doesn't bother me. Like sometimes I deserve to be criticized and, <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind poking at me as well because, but uh, truly just playing in space with people and just letting them know that they're appreciated and valued. Um, sometimes, you know, like you can, um, you know, when you, when you say thank you behind closed doors to our campus or our faculty or our coaches or our student athletes, you know, like I want the world to know how much I appreciate the people that are in this department. Gratitude is a, is a fundamental pillar of um, my leadership style. Um, and this forum gives me a, a platform to say thank you to our campus and the people on this campus that I think are transformative and what we're going to try to achieve here. That's great. No, you, you definitely are, are all over it. And uh, I think, I think a lot of people notice, I know I have since you've started. So I it's, appreciate it. it's fun stuff. Um, another thing, always a big topic, NIL, a uh, very mm -hmm. big topic, obviously in college athletics. I saw last week, um, the Ziggy Collective was started. I don't know how involved or not involved you are in that. Uh, but if so, um, if there's anything you could tell me or the, our listeners about. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, these collectives are started by individuals um, who have an interest in this space. Um, I think it's, you know, um, having, you know, come from Arizona or having seen what I think is the escalation of collective opportunities for student athletes. It's um, I think it more everybody's looking at where does the institution really stand on this? Do we support this or don't we support this? Um, you know, the individuals that um, initially approached this and were asking questions with me and I said, you know, I'll support it. Um, and the reason why is because I, I think that um, that this is here to stay. It's not going to just disappear. And we can sit here and put our heads in the dirt and act like it's not going to, you know, it's not going to have any uh, impact at Bowling Green as the entire world is starting to move in a direction of opportunity for student athletes. And that's really what this boils down to is this entrepreneurial, this innovative spirit of how do we how do we create opportunity for student athletes to to realize income from these other um, these other third party, uh, whether it be, you know, corporate sponsorships or collectives or, you know, uh, charitable opportunities or anything that they're getting involved in space. And I think that it's just the realization that it's not ignore it. Let's just embrace it. Uh, let's make it let's increase the educational awareness. But let's you know do it the right way. Follow the instability rules and everything that we do. Uh, that's not negotiable. Uh, do it the right way. Make sure that the people that want to be in that space are fully informed, that they're working, uh, that we're at least acknowledging the, what they're doing in the space um, and supporting the mission. Because I think if we, you know, if you allow this to, to you know, persist without any sort of at least oversight, there's the chance that it it's not done well and it, it, it harms our student athletes. And so uh, I'm keenly aware of the people that are supporting it. I'm keenly aware. I'm supportive. And uh, we'll continue to educate and inform them on how to do it the right way um, so we don't find ourselves in any significant, um, you know, um, challenges with 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 this. But it's also, like I said, it's just acknowledging what's happening across our industry. 
Yeah. And like you said, it's, it's not going anywhere uh, mm-hmm. anytime soon. <laughs> so, you know, you, you see someone like a, uh, this past weekend, like a Caitlin Clark with Iowa and the NIL possibilities now with, for her um, that have come throughout the tournament or, you know, whoever the, during the final four uh, on the men's or women's side, just it's, it's uh, some of these student athletes are going to be able to make more money um, in college than, you know, out of college. So it's, 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 uh, it's interesting. And yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I saw it on, again, on social media last week that it was starting. Um, the only, uh, the, the other thing that we try to do on this is just, you're, you're not just a director of athletics at Bowling Green. We want to know a little bit about you, um, you know, outside of the office, outside of everything that you're doing, uh, what, what are some of the things that you like to get into some of your hobbies, some of the TV shows you like to watch? What, what does Dan, Derek Vandermeer like to do when he's not at this desk? You know, you, you gave me some of these preset questions just to prepare me. And uh, even though I had them ahead of time, I, I first off, I are we allowed to leave the office, Jeremy? Is that is that <laughs> or is that is that no, allowed? no, probably not. No. <laughs> no, I I have uh, you know when you I have four children, um, three that are grown right now. Um, you know, one that's out of college, um, one that's graduating in May, one that's actually going to be tran- transferring to Bowling Green as a student, and so um, and then I have a four year old. Um, so when you have, um, you know, between work and keeping up with um, and, and, you know, those lives of the people that are really important to me, you know, my family and my extended family. So family has to be a, a centerpiece or at least me trying to be um, a great father, brother, son, you know, in, uh, in everything I do is really important to me. Um, I, um, I, I'm not perfect, but I, I give it my, my best. So it's outside of that, it's sharing time with them, sharing things that they do or they want to do together, um, are important concepts for me in, uh, in balance. Um, you know, from the standpoint, hobbies and TV shows, that's where, you know, I would say hobbies are really not on the table. <laughs> um, it's, uh, time for that. You know, once you get past the family and commitment to your family, it's a uh, limited opportunity. I enjoy reading. Uh, that's something that I'm very passionate about. I care about, um, you know, investing time and learning and growth. That's something that's non-negotiable for me. I'm always looking at opportunities to, and just, uh, to learn from other experiences or listen to podcasts or listen to things that help me to understand maybe where I'm, I'm lacking or where I'm deficient in my understanding of ideas, um, different lenses. I always say everything in life is a, your understanding of something is through a particular lens. You have to have multiple lenses, uh, through which to look at problems and challenges. And the only way to, um, to acquire those is through learning. And so that's something that's very, I'm very passionate about, uh, TV shows. Once again, uh, not really part of the equation. Uh, very, it's, uh, usually I walk in the door and it's, you know, spend some time with my daughter or my family. And then it's, you know, it's, it's as quickly as you can hit the sack. Cause you know, I do get up every morning about four twenty, four o'clock. I work out every morning. So I would say that's probably some yeah. hobby of mine is uh, like getting up and getting my workouts in really, really early in the morning uh, and then start my day the right way. So I would say that that is in the entirety of, of my existence, right? Now. You have the whole athletic department uh, doing planks. So I, I saw that, you know, exactly, you know, exactly. Getting exactly. Accurate. No, that's, that's yeah, you got to play with, again, play with, play with the people that you, you work with. That's, right. That's no, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I have two, two little ones and I, I mean, I don't even get to see the TV if it's not Disney or, 
whatever they're watching. I mean, I know I'm the same way, so I get it. Um, okay, we have some just kind of rapid fire, just to again to get to know you a little bit. But you got to have answers for some of these. I okay, guarantee you have things have to be like you know historical <laughs> context of like the you know the 1900s or something. No, no, no. Okay. Um, these are uh, pretty pretty easy. So, um, okay, your favorite comfort food or meal? Uh, curry. Okay. Uh, what was South Africa? It's got to be curry. Curry. Chicken curry. Specific lamb one? curry. Okay. That's all curry. <laughs> what was your first concert or best concert you've ever been to? Oh, Lord. First concert, concert ever was Debbie Gibson. Oh. I was 15 years old. Okay. Pine Knob. Nice. I'm unapologetic about that, by the way. <laughs> what, uh, this is a tough one. Um, what three head coaches are you taking three Bowling Green head coaches? Are you taking with you to an escape room and why? Oh, Daniela Tomich, because she is um, extremely thoughtful about everything. So I think she can, she could be the, uh, my brain power of how to get out of the room, you know, um, taking to a escape room. That's a tough one. Well, I'm going to take uh, Candace, our, you know, Candace, our softball coach, because um, extremely positive attitude about everything. So, you know, like she'll lift our spirits and keep us laughing the entire time we're there. And then I'm going to take, it's uh, a great one. I would have taken Robin, but she left me. So, <laughs> you know, she went to Michigan State University. So, but I would have escaped. Taken her. She escaped. Her passionate intensity. Exactly. <laughs> she got out of the room. She got out of the room. We'll stop there. Fair, fair enough. That's a, that's a tough one, but and and puts you right on the spot. But that's good. Good thoughtful answers. Um, favorite city to travel to in the United States? You can't say Bowling Green. Well, I love Florida. Get married in Florida in the Destin area, Santa Rosa Beach. So I, at this certain time of the year, when I was living in Tennessee, you you know you'd head down there for a break every once in a while. I love heading down to that beach in the. Or, you know, the late fall and the early summer area, you know, I mean, well, early summer. Yeah. So I, I would say a beautiful area. Love, love visiting that space. Who's your, you've had, you had four kids, so you should know this answer um, or have an answer. Who's your favorite Disney character? It's a great question. Never thought about that. I think, you know, I've watched every Disney movie that's ever been known to man. So um, I don't know. I've been one that came right to your mind. There has well, to be. I'm going to say we don't talk about Bruno. I like Bruno. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, are you, I know you don't have many. Are you a golfer? I golf. Okay. Saying right. a golfer implies that I'm actually um, have capacity to be competitive. <laughs> I golf. You golf. And I, I, I am a great, great person on the golf course because you will enjoy my company. We'll have a great time. But if you expect me to substantially contribute <laughs> to the outcome of the day, you're asking for too much. Okay. Well, I, I asked that because the masters is this weekend. Yes. Favorite golfer. Is there someone you would put a, right now on the record? Here's who's going to win the masters. No. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, do what is your pizza order? Man, these are tough questions. I don't eat pizza. So oh. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on the pizza order. All right. All right. What was your first job? Uh, first job ever was I was a, um, was probably when I was 12 years old, I was a blueberry picker. And so I used to go get picked up on the corner of the street and go out and pick blueberries all day. I don't know if that was, uh, you know, followed all the, the Michigan laws for blueberry picking, 
but I did that for a summer and made a ton of money picking blueberries. And I'd get there at seven o'clock in the morning and leave at like seven o'clock at night, 12 hour days of picking. I was a picker. I know we already established that. I mean, I went to BG, but a guest, a family member, um, someone their first time at BG, where's the first place you're taking them? Oh, um, hmm. you know, everybody says poly eyes, you know, and I, I, once again, I'm just not in that pizza category. I know it's good. I know, I'm not going to minimize it or, or say anything. Uh, first place I would take them on this campus is I'd probably take them to like a restaurant downtown, probably back at serve. I, I like, I love coffee. I'm a avid coffee drinker. Uh, so Juniper downtown, is just a cool experience and the coffee's really good and the people are good and it's a really good social, you get there in the morning, you get to see everybody in the community kind of gather. So it's a great gathering place. So I just think it's a special place. I, I like going there. Yeah. My last time in town was my, my first time I've uh, been there. It's, it's a very nice place. Very, yeah, nice. very nice. They did a, yeah. did a, the owners uh, did a great job, you know, with that place. So. Um, and the last one is, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give for someone wanting to work in college athletics? Um, get around really good people, find really, really good people. Um, you know, there's that are truly committed to this industry that value it, but they can give you perspective. Um, it's, um, I think that this is a road that you can pour yourself into and, um, sometimes lose um, kind of your way a little bit, uh, but mentorship is everything. Uh, people that are constantly helping you to understand outcome. You know, you know, like I always thought earlier in my career that, you know, everything was about, you know, uh, working really, really hard, working long hours and being the smartest person in the room. And I couldn't be more wrong. It's about relationships. It's about your intentionality, about developing strong relationships with people, you know, showing genuine care and concern about people. And that understanding came through working with great people that, you know, taught me that um, the power of relationships and what it means to outcomes. And so, you know, it's um, you got to be around good people that understand that, um, because I think there's a part of this industry that is so intently focused on the hours and the outcomes and um, and the knowledge that I think you lose that in process sometimes. And I think it's being around people that help shepherd you through that and teach you and remind you, because you'll forget, you'll, you'll realize it and you'll go back to sleep and wake up the next day and do the same thing over and over again. And then you lose the, the love and passion for this industry. But if you invest in the people in this business, it'll always give you a, a reward that will be immeasurable throughout your career. Awesome. Great answer. Well, Derek, uh, thank you so much for your time today. Great, uh, you know, catching up with you, getting to know you uh, a little bit better and, uh, you know, uh, keep keep playing that cowbell. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll break it back out again. Keep, keep you know, uh, it wasn't me, but one of the members of the band almost got a technical and it was not me. I, so, I, uh, I heard. I we won't bring understand it up, the but... rules. I'm operating within <laughs> those rules. So. No, it's great. Thank you so much for your time today and uh, look forward sure. to getting on campus and, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. Right, take care. Take care.
goes Baby, now I got the flow Cause I knew it from the start 